0: Welcome to the WTS Podcast. We are on a mission to amplify women in the SEO industry. Today, I'm really happy to welcome a very special guest. We welcome Esther Akinsola. Esther is going to discuss a very important topic for anyone who wants to start as an SEO. She is going to discuss like, when she understood the dynamic of her role and what it is like to be an SEO. Hello. Hello,
1: Esther. Hello, Isolène. Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for pitching to be a guest on the podcast. So Esther, you are a content marketer for travel SaaS startups and small businesses who want to build their authority and convert their prospects with helpful content. Your thing is to study the customer's yeah. journey and integrate customer communication across different channels. And you have already written for internationally recognized organizations like GoNomad, these Day, and Disruptive. And preparing this interview, you mentioned that transitioning into an SEO role is not a linear process or like it's not a one-size-fits-all process and that The thing you really thought was important is to stay open-minded and choose growth. Can you go back to tell me about your experience and tell me about what you mentioned offline, like about the story with the clients and the keywords and how you approach SEO uh, in this experience?
1: Right. So the funny thing is, at the time I was working with this client, he would send me keywords. I didn't even know they were called keywords, right? So, but before that time I had written autobiographies, you know, a couple of other kinds of writing. I even attended a writing class, but no one mentioned what SEO is and its role in content. So this client hired me and he would say, oh, put these keywords in the content. The only thing I thought was, okay, maybe you wanted those words in the content, right? And I've always loved to research. So I would go online, write my first draft. After writing my first draft, and then I would begin to input these words that he said he wanted in the content. And then other times, another thing I noticed as a den was other times when I'm making my research, I see that other writers have used those particular words too. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is important. But for me at that stage, really, the only thing I wanted to do was just to satisfy the client so I can keep them. I didn't know they were called keywords then. But yes, that was the beginning for me.
0: When did you find out that these were actual keywords and that you were actually um, doing like the first steps of an SEO process?
1: Funny story, yeah. When I found out, I was so embarrassed (laughs) because um, I found out from someone who already knew that it was a thing, right? So that person was my boss and then I reached out to say, oh, I'm doing content writing. And he's like, okay, so are you like an SEO content writer? I'm like, what's SEO? And he was like, do you know anything about keywords? I'm like, no, no, I don't know those things. And so I went online and I realized that I've been working with keywords all along, but I didn't even know what it meant.
0: So it was sort of per chance because you were you were in a different um you were doing a different job and you had the training of a content writer and that's sort of transitioning doing like SEO content marketing type of tasks. Yes. Like did did you like it? Like at this time what did you do? Did you think this is something obviously you want to keep on doing but how And how to know?
1: I love, love SEO content writing. So the thing about SEO is that SEO is fun.
0: So what did you do at this time?
1: So when I when I realized that it was time to move on, the first thing I did was that I invested in personal development. So before I started writing professionally, I've always been a stickler for reading books, financial books, educational books, and then I realized that value is what sells. Value is what makes makes one useful to people, and I already know that if I could invest in myself, I'd be able to command more more payment, and then I'd also get recognition for my skills. So the first thing I did was that with what I've already earned, I began to train myself, and the next thing I did was to change my mindset. See, I'd be lying to you if I tell you that I still don't feel anxious or I still don't you know suffer from imposter syndrome. But the difference is that I'm in a better place now, which is to face life, heads on. So as with that time, and as I still do now, I get a journal. I assess how I'm feeling. I, For then, what I did was that um, I answered what my fears were, the possible challenge I could face, the cost and the outcome. And so after answering these questions, it became easy for me to, you know, pledge my commitment to the outcome that I wanted to see.
0: When you're saying that um, you you were thinking about the, the commitments, are you thinking about the commitment to transition to SEO content marketing or the commitment to uh, write an article and getting results for clients?
1: Okay, so I'm talking about the commitment to trans, uh, transition into SEO content marketing because I know I have to do a lot of learning and I have to pay for classes too. So for me, you know, that was the commitment that I had to make and to stick with it.
0: At this time, what happened when you realized that you wanted to work more as an SEO? What's happened with the clients? Are you still working for the clients now that you have grown in this role?
1: Oh, no. Now I'm no longer working for that
0: client. And then I,
1: I serve a different niche now, so to say, And then, you know, sometimes one thing they say about growth is that you outgrow some things that you can't even remember yourself coming back there. What I was getting then was a mega pay. And I think the client was also, you know, okay, paying me that because obviously I was just starting. But now it's been three years down the line. I wouldn't even dare to charge the same, neither deliver the same result from way back. I know better now, so I do better.
0: For someone who's in a similar situation with the background as a content marketer and who wants to transition to a more SEO role, what would you say that the the key indicators are that it's time for change?
1: The first thing is that you're going to be doing, you know, one thing that they might feel is they'll be doing everything right, but it's possible they don't feel fulfilled. So um, for me, And I believe, as with everybody, when we get into stuff that are are new or whatever it is we're doing, we have a goal in mind. And so when we get to that point where we're feeling like everything is going right, but I mean, this is not working. I'm not happy. I don't feel accomplished. What some people take at that point is break and then they resume later. But that is more calling. And the thing about fulfillment is that our body may not understand it, but our mind does. So that's one thing that they will feel. Then another thing could be that um, they begin to feel that their current level no longer aligns with their vision. I believe that we are all born dreamers. I mean, we dream big really, but sometimes we may not naturally think big, but a big vision forces us into you know being a big thinker. And with SEO, SEO is constantly evolving. If you're not evolving or developing yourself to it's easy to be easily displaced. So Vision is very important and where you are in life, there has to be like a continuous assessment. So when you get to that place where you feel, I mean, I'm in a very okay stage, but no, this is not what I want for myself. Then it's time to transition. And at that point, one of the things that really helped me was that um, I had me- I had a mentor and I also had communities, thankful for communities like, you know, WTS. One thing my mentor would do to me every week was that he would send me his weekly payout. And I'm talking about it was something that was over $1,000. That was that three years ago. Every week I would get that. That helped me to have a grand vision for myself. So I think that the first thing is that when, whenever you get into a career, first of all, you need to have a vision. And so when you get to that point that your current level no longer aligns with that vision, then it's time to transition into something better.
0: I understand. It's like you had a job and you were good at this job, but something inside you told you that mm. you were not aligned and that you needed to reach for something else, right? Right. It's been it's been 3 years and what have been the great <laughs> milestone in this path? Okay. Um that would be the fact that
1: um I'm able to see results. So in the past I used to be that person that writes because oh somebody needs my services but me raking in numbers I'm talking about like 428% increase in like 14 days 5 over 500 followers in 90 days and then I have also um the, that's the major milestone for me really getting people results getting my clients results and then I am also as I grow I begin to wonder at the person that I've become so time really when we make use of our time the right way, we'll be amazed at the results. It's the result for me.
0: And in your previous position, were you, did you know that it was possible to track the results or like Google Search Console and analytics and stuff? Were they tools that you were not using and you're using today? Or like, how did the mindset of results really uh, changed?
1: Okay. Um, so, In my previous role, I wasn't using any tools at all. You know, I was writing content, but I didn't have access to the back end. So I couldn't even see how my my articles or blog posts were doing. But you see, when I got to a point um, and then I began to develop myself, I opened myself up to knowledge. I wouldn't even lie to you. I spent hours investing in the person that I've become and, you know, money too. I got myself in the best room to the best mentors. So it cost a lot, obviously. And then I began to understand that I can actually track results. I can use Google Analytics. I can use SEMrush. I can use Ahrefs. I can use Market News. Just a whole lot of other tools. And then I also began to try those tools out. And another thing I also knew was that, you know, I can also educate my clients. So sometimes people come to me and say, oh, Esther, I need this content. I need this. I need that. I have to tell them that, you know, this is what you need. It's not necessarily that you need this kind of content. Okay, these are the kind of keywords that you should track. What that kind of partnership did for me was that it also gave me access to the back end. I can go back to my customers and say, hey, hi, um, I wrote a client for you. I wrote a content for you. You know, how did it go? How is it performing? I look at it and I can suggest what they can do better. So yes, understanding my worth, right? The worth of my talent as a person has really helped me.
0: When you realize that you were not like that you didn't feel aligned with the work that you were doing. Did you like, did you know which classes you were to take or uh, what you wanted to learn or like what's what happened between the moments you realize, oh, this is not what I want and, and you starting the process of get, gaining knowledge and um, training yourself and so on? Okay so um when i discovered what i wanted
1: to do now the funny thing is um i didn't discover that i te- i wanted to become a content marketer the only thing i discovered was i wanted to use seo in my writing right because i felt oh people people that knew seo were commanding a different kind of pay right so but as i began to make research i understood that these things were interlinked and then i began to also you know re- research classes Thank God for classes like SEMrush, places like Allison. And so I realized that the more I learned, the more curious I became. And I didn't stop asking questions too. I got in communities, took courses like Blue Array SEO course. So that's one thing about SEO for me. SEO is interesting. Content marketing is amazing. The more you study people, the more you want to know them. And this is what my profession is all about. So when I do a class... I discovered that, okay, this is interlinked to this. This is a better course than even what I've done previously. Okay, let me get that. So I think that the thing for me was I was willing to go all the way in whatever it would cost to become the person that, you know, I want to become.
0: I love that you raised the idea of curiosity and that you are able to reflect on how your courses um, are interlinked one with the other and how you, it seems like you, planning really your growth and you took time to to think about (laughs) where you are today and where you want to be like you know tomorrow and that how did you plan to achieve this vision that you you have about where you want to, to go
1: right yes i must agree with you on the planning part i wanted to make something out of what i've chosen
0: yeah how did you plan what Like, how did you decide this is the course that I want to do? This is the course that I don't want to do. And these are my next steps and so on. Okay. So um,
1: there's one thing I always say that there are two things I'm not impulsive with. And that has to be food and education. (laughs) So um, I have a long list of courses. And um, how I found those courses were through social media or Google So sometimes I will go on Google and say, what are the best content marketing course, best SEO mentors, Um, who is dominating the sales industry now, who is dominating the marketing industry now? And I begin to read on those people. I begin to study their track records, students that have taken their course. What have they moved on to do with those courses that they've taken, right? And so that's how I begin to streamline people that I listen to, courses that I take. And then sometimes a couple of courses I take because they give me an edge in the sense that so um, when I decide to say I want to apply somewhere and they say, oh, so what's your what's your certificate? I tell them, oh, I went to so-so place. Um, I did a course with Upsport or with SEMrush or I'm a graduate at the London School of Journalism. It gives me leverage, especially someone who is coming from a developing country. Sometimes it can be a lot to compete in the international market pool. So, but then um, sometimes I, I give myself a timeline for a goal. It could be three months, six months, or it could even be 12 months. And then I say, this year, what do I want to be? So for me, one of the things I wanted to do this year was to become a topical authority. So when I noticed I wanted to become a topical authority, I asked myself, what are the things I needed to do? So that's how I do it. I answer my what, my why, and my how. And then I just go out and achieve it.
0: And what do you have planned at the moment? So what is your next step?
1: The next step right now for me is, number one, to keep learning, but in specific places. Just like I have, I'm doing my course now with the London School of Journalism. Um, After that, I'm going to have another course. So a master's really in international marketing, because it's something I'm trying to position for so most importantly, my long-term goals, and that could be a year or six months, is what informs what I do now. And then I just want to get better, really, transform more businesses in the travel, hospitality, tourism, and construction industry.
0: I love how focused and targeted you are, like how you are able to reflect in, in plan. And how did you choose that this is the aspect of SEO you wanted to keep up working on so the marketing and content and how did you choose this is what i want to do and because you could have started learning many other different aspects SEO is so wide, like technical aspects and so on
1: okay so let me tell you a little secret right um i joined a lot of SEO communities this year and guess what i I constantly had to reassess my my visions because I was beginning to say, oh, programmatic SEO is working. Oh, technical SEO is working. How about I try to deviate? But I can't really. Um, So for me, I don't like codes and anything that are way too technical. So I knew that I wouldn't do programmatic SEO or technical SEO. Gosh, Excel, I don't like it. (laughs) And then for me, I'm comfortable working my way up. I used to be. I, I'm a content writer. I used to be a content mar- um, writer before I became a content marketer. So I don't mind starting from the back of the seat. I know that with determination, I'm going to get myself, you know, to the top of the page, really. And then I've always loved writing. So I knew on-page SEO we make my content better and help my clients achieve their goals. Also, I have a list of people I'm following. And then I, all I've done in the last three years was, in some way, model their results and try to do better. And those people are content writers, content marketers, copywriters. So uh, most definitely, those three categories of people will most likely use on-page SEO for the work that they do. And also, um, for me to be able to decide on what aspect of SEO to focus on, I had to reach on each aspect of SEO, from international SEO to technical, to programmatic, to, you know, so that
0: I can know what I really want to do. For so, for someone who's a, a writer and trying to transition to, to an SEO career, what do you think is the most important?
1: Intentionality. I don't know if I'm supposed to say one or more than one. So intentionality is very important. Um, if you're reading, be intentional about it. If you're in a webinar, be intentional about it. If you're writing, be intentional about it. If you want to learn, be intentional about it. So sometimes, um, I've, over the last few years, I've seen some people start and stop. And I don't really blame people that start and stop, really. But um, before you embark on anything or before you start anything at all, you have to evaluate if it's, if it's worth your while. And if it's worth your while, you have to go all in for it. So because SEO itself is not a one-time, one-time effort, you can't just do SEO today and not do SEO tomorrow and expect to get results. So when people think of transitioning into SEO, they should rather see it from that perspective, that it's an ongoing work, the landscape is constantly evolving. And so you have to become that person really. And, so, and then there's so much information in SEO, people have to pick the field that they want to listen
0: to. <laughs> I love that you bring up the idea of intentionality and being really uh, aligned with oneself. But also, it seems you put a lot of effort into learning and reflecting. How do you manage to have this much energy, you know, and to manage your time and and keep your level of enthusiasm? Okay, so
1: um, for me, I think I'd like to say this first. Um, SEO in some way... As taking me off some some sort of friendship, right? So I barely hang out like I used to, but I see it as one of those sacrifices, really. And then um, I'd like to say that I'm very attuned with myself right? So I understand what my aim is and I no longer look at life as I have to do this thing. No, it's because if I'm going to do something I deserve to do, it. that person I'm going to become, I deserve to become that person. Whatever recognition I'm getting today, I deserve to get it. And that, that has been my mentality. And I just go all in. And then I'm a really driven person. So even if I'm on bad days, I'm happy. And so for me, my, also my work has, uh, has become my second life, really. It's not something I want to escape from. It's something I'm excited about. Even on days I'm down, I, I have my own remedies. Like, you know, I'm excited about this. Let's just do it. If I'm tired, I take a break. But this is what I want to do. So I think it's just the determination for me every time. I'm determined to make it work. And also with my time... Um, I'm, I'm a very structured person. So um, because I understand my body, I know when it is best for me to read. I know when it's best for me to walk. So my, I have my mornings. My mornings, I do like the heavy work. Sometimes I'm up at six. Sometimes I'm, I'm up at seven. Trust me, my, my sleeping pattern is terrible <laughs> for now. But, you know, I, I know it will get better. So sometimes I only get four to five hours of sleep really but i wake up the next day happy really because this is what i I would have done and it's what i'm doing so my mornings are dedicated to serious work my afternoon not so serious work and then in the evenings i just review a couple of things while preparing for the next day another thing that also helps you know to keep my energy level up is the fact that i'm getting results some not immediately, but sometimes um when people reach out to me and say, oh, Esther, I saw your article here, here, here. And you know, this this makes a whole lot of sense. How could you even do that? That makes me so happy because I know how hard I work. And also it's it's a hope to, you know,
0: just keep doing, keep working. I love how driven and enthusiastic you are. And I feel like when I hear you speaking, I feel like you so align with your objectives and what you're doing today. You know, that it just, everything is is flowing. If, for someone who is not that feeling yet, what do you recommend? I would love to have the same feeling. (laughs) Okay, so for someone that's not
1: in that feeling yet, um, the first thing is that you need to assess your emotions. Where are you now? So that's the first thing. I love journaling a lot. So I had a time where I used to write the most important events in my life every day. That works for me. might also work for someone else. So access your feelings. Sometimes, how do I feel now? What what is leading to this feeling? Why do I think I am feeling this way? I try to answer that the best way I can. And so I also answer one last part, which is, how do I want to feel? And then I begin to make my research. What can I do to get me into that mood, really? Because the thing with life is no one would do it for you. No one would make you feel how you want to feel. You're just in charge of your emotions. So when you realize the things that you can do to make you feel that way, the thing is this, the moment you begin to see ti- to, to see tiny results, people begin to commend your effort. That's if it has to do with career really. Um, you begin to see that there are changes happening and you know automatically your emotions just start getting in shape. So when I understand the things that they need to understand what they have to do really to get them in, into that space, and then gradually begin to do those things. I'm sure there'll be, you know, fantastic changes.
0: Thank you for sharing, Esther. It's awesome. Like, thank you for sharing, like, how you structure everything and how to reflect. And journaling definitely has come up also in other WTS podcast interview. So it seems that this ability to understand oneself is definitely something that's helpful to to grow and for a career. Do you have a last advice for our listeners who are in a similar situation and transitioning into SEO? One last thing you want to share today with us? Okay, so it's going to be like
1: three last things, but I'll try to make it into one. (laughs) So if you're looking to transition into SEO, just give yourself time. I would I would constantly say that uh, some of us, we, frustra- we, we get frustrated before the results come because we think it is as anybody said, like you see it on social media, um, 360 leads and da, 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 like that, like that. Give yourself time, right? And then everything you have learned up until now, practice them. And then it, when you're, you see SEO, is, when you're learning SEO, you also have to do something alongside because whatever skill you've learned and you do not practice it, it just gets stale. So start a personal project and then don't, don't look at um, where you're starting from. Look at where, you, where you're going to constantly fix your gaze on that. And, you know, the sky is not even the limit.
0: Thank you. Thank you for sharing, Esther. I love it. Thank you for being a guest at our WTS podcast and like time is flying and can people get in touch with you if they want to keep on the conversation?
1: Sure. Yes, they can. Okay. So um, I'm on LinkedIn at Esther Akinshola. I'm on Facebook at Esther Akinshola. I'm on Twitter at Spokeslady. And then you can just write to me at AkinsholaEsta at gmail.com. So Esther is E-S-T-H. E-R-R. That's
0: how I have it. Yeah. Thank you for being our guest today. It was awesome to have you. And thank you everyone for listening to our podcast. This is the WTS podcast and you too can join our community. Everyone is welcome if you identify as a female and you can be a seasoned SEO or you can be just starting. You don't have to have lots of experience to join the community. You are welcome to join us just as you are. And check out our website. We are around 5,000 active members around the world and we are happy to answer each other's questions on our Slack channel. today. I was your host, Isaline Mülhauser, and you can find me on social media. You can find the WTS podcast, of course, everywhere, and our website, the Women in Tech SEO community. And Esther Akintola, thank you so much for being our guest today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you, everyone, and see you in the next episode. Bye.